It's time for Confessions of a Serial Salesman. Author, expert sales trainer, and serial entrepreneur Steve Noodleberg wants to help you change your life and your business using his 27 roles for influencers and leaders. This is the Confessions of a Serial Salesman podcast with Steve Noodleberg. Here's Josh Cohen. And welcome to another edition of the Confessions of a Serial Salesman, the podcast, the 27 Rules for Influencers and Leaders. You know the book, hardcover, paperback, even audio edition. We're to 79 already, Steve. 79, you've come a long way. 79, and the crowd is growing. There's people in the in the audience here today. <laughs> and they're able to watch this, obviously, on your social media platform. Yes, they are. Right? And so, um, I'm excited to be here. Some good stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, you had a big TED Talk the other day. I did. Yeah, tell us about that real quick. Um, so Cindy is the one that helped me set it up. Now, who's Cindy? Cindy? Met, who's Cindy? Cindy? Cindy Metzler, who's here. Um, she's a, been a friend of mine for 20-some-odd years. Wow. We Patient woman. Back in the day, she worked for Reem, and I worked for Coachula. Uh-huh. And uh, we had lots of going-ons back in the day, so it's great to still have her as a friend. That's great. A colleague, and she is part of the TEDx team, as is... Uh, the guys that are here today, which I will introduce shortly. So and thank so, you to Cindy for the opportunity. Thank you to Cindy. She gave yeah. me the opportunity. It's Ted is such a unique thing. You can't apply to it. Mm-hmm. They have to ask you. Mm-hmm. You have to be invited. And what does Ted stand for? I know it. It is. Uh, I did not know it until last Tuesday, but it is technology. Yep. Education, right? Sorry, no. Entertainment. Wow. Entertainment and design. Wow. But that, you know, but you have to be educated. Uh huh. So that's kind of. You know, that's what threw me off, but it was, uh, it's a regal thing. It's a, a status or a level that you, um, you get to, when you get to be asked to do it, I did it. I think I crushed it. Well, it's an honor. <laughs> I mean, I would imagine it's an honor to be asked. It was pretty cool. Yeah. When I've been asked to speak anywhere, um, and give those AMAs and whatnot, you know, that people value what it is you have to say. So just being asked is an honor in itself. It doesn't matter. I was scared shitless. Um, I believe that. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. Well, you know, it was. I can understand that for eternity. This was it. You do it. You have to um, talk about a topic, and you have to come across in six minutes. Sure. And you know, in six minutes to be coherent and Bro. get your impact and to do what you do. It's not Bro, I, easy. It's I, simple, not easy. But I practiced. I I prepared. And I visualized and I nailed it. I've been on stage in front of 20,000, could not possibly care less. Been on the air in front of 100,000, could not possibly care less. Throw a first pitch before spring training for the Red Sox and the St. Louis Cardinals on St. Patrick's Day, terrified. So the moment is the moment. The moment is the moment. One does not correlate to the other. It makes me think I'm alive, which which speaking about all of those juices and getting them flowing, um, I'm excited to have a a friend of mine. Introduce us, please. And a young entrepreneur. Um, Stephen Fleischer, um, I've watched this kid grow and do, and um, he has so many things that he can teach our audience about what a real entrepreneur is, what the real challenges are. He is involved in a really, really cool business today. Um, and uh, without further ado, Steve. Thank welcome, you very much. Welcome aboard, my brother. Thank you, Mr. Steve Noodleberg. I'm inspired by you every day. Thank you, sir. Um, I was first inspired by Steve Noodleberg when I saw his... Uh, 5 a.m. workout ritual. <laughs> He's grinding. His, his, witch, sleeping. his, his witch workout? 5 a.m. Yeah. Oh, 5 a.m. Yeah. Oh, literally. He works out workout. with witches. Gotcha. Stephen Fleischer, founder, yeah. CEO at Two Degrees. What is Two Degrees? What does Two Degrees do? And why does Steve identify you as such an, uh, I guess, 
uh, inspirational entrepreneur at, I believe you said, an early age? Yeah, you know, he's, he's young, he's energetic, he's sort of gone up the mountain one time, mm-hmm. he's coming back up the mountain so again. So what's Two Degrees? What does Two Degrees do, and why does he speak to you so highly? Two Degrees is a new mobile app. It's on the Play Store, and it's in the App Store, and we have local deals that work in a whole new way. Mm-hmm. We allow businesses to put deals on our app, and our users redeem these deals, and their friends find out about these deals, and they're very social. So people get to find out about really cool new things in their community, connect with their friends, and get some free stuff. At retail? We're talking about experiential? Anything, what are we talking anything. about? Everywhere. We got hair salons, spas, a lot of restaurants, pizza places, really cool hidden restaurants and, and cafes that you'd never find. Mm-hmm. You get notifications that your friends are redeeming great deals, sweet deals, hot deals, and uh, you go to these places, and we call it Two Degrees because it allows you to connect with your two-degree friends. So, Steve, you said from an early age, you said he's, I don't remember the exact words, but you said like the epitome of entrepreneur. Well, you know, as a young guy, you know, if you, you could tell him a little bit about, you know, what you did to get started and whatever. But he was an original guy that said, hey, I can do apps. He put the right people in the room. For me, apps meant appetizers, Mm -hmm. you know. As opposed (laughs) to applications in a digital (laughs) sense. So so this this whole mindset of, hey, we could do this, we could you know, create these things that do things, you know. And you did refer to him as kid, so apparently you're substantially younger than Steve is. Then again, most of us are, but he did refer to you as a kid. So so, so, what's your story? Everybody's younger I than feel me. like I'm the same age as you guys. Yeah. I'm in my 30s now. When I was in my 20s, early 20s, I started making apps when the app store opened. Mm-hmm. And my first app was a giant hit. It mm-hmm. had over 10 million downloads. There weren't many companies making apps at the time. Wow. Wild Wild West, like. Yeah. There was no Sega. Well, that's Nintendo. a pretty big swing at the plate the first time. <laughs> you know, I, listen, when, when, you know, dot com became a thing, I had buddies that were just forming every single domain you could think of. Sex.com, card.com. Oh, yeah. Hotel. I mean, so those guys are retired. Um, you know, they, they did well Done. for themselves. And uh, I'm sitting here with you guys. So here we are right now. Um, so, so you were an early Wild Wild West explorer. It was Manifest Destiny, Lewis and Clark of the digital domain, if you will. Um, so you write code? You, you actually develop these apps yourself? No, I, I come up with the ideas. Okay. I draw them out, pencil on paper, mm-hmm. and I work with designers, graphic artists. Right. To turn them into something that makes sense. And monetize it. Yeah, and then have a development team bring it to life. Why don't you tell them the name of the one that, that blew up the first one pocket devil pocket devil all right and what did pocket devil do back in the day when we released pocket devil there were fourteen thousand apps in the app store mm-hmm. that's like how many are there now like 50 million some gigantic okay. number like that right. yeah. yeah i think they crossed one billion downloads like 10 years ago sure yeah number, n- numbers are huge I think pocket devil did what pocket devil was a, a, a game for kids mm-hmm. they could spawn these little characters and do all kinds of things with them flick them Squish them, and there were play games with them. In-game purchase, or there were pop-up ads, and you know, the app was ninety-nine cents. Uh-huh. And yeah, there was a lot of in-app purchases. Every couple of weeks, we would come out with a new version. Yeah. There'd be a game, and uh, to this day, over ten million downloads. I've only met about five people wow. who have heard of the app or have downloaded. Isn't the app. that insane? Yeah, yeah what's well, a big world out there? Shows you the bigness, right? Yeah, it really may, may have been huge in China. We don't know. That's true. It worked for somebody. But ten, you know what? You do lot. ten million of anything. You're doing something right. Yeah, the app was global, so it wasn't all the app stores. That's true, but a lot of the people that downloaded the app were probably like 13 to 17 at the time. Mm-hmm. So now, 10 years later, yeah. they're in that age 
range and yeah. occasionally I'll meet someone and we'll talk about Pocket Devil and they'll be like, I remember that app. I used to play that when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, if at the time you were meeting a lot of 12 year olds, that's probably a bad sign <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you. So we're happy for your success, but glad that you weren't like uh, friends uh, with a lot of your users uh, yeah. at the exact same time. So, so what's your earliest experience as an entrepreneur? My earliest experience as an entrepreneur. Middle school, high school. I think it was preschool. My father is an entrepreneur. Your father's an entrepreneur. Grandfather, All right. entrepreneur. So it's a family business. It's in the DNA, yeah. Okay. So you've always thought to either improve on existing ideas or take something in a new direction because there's a want and or need for it. Yeah, that's exactly what Two Degrees is. When I built this app, when I had the, the idea to bring it to life, it was for a good reason. I wanted to find out how I was connected to people. I wanted to know my Two Degree friends, mm. how I was connected to people in my neighborhood, in my town, who my mutual friends were with them. Because when I moved to Florida, I didn't know anybody. Then I make, right. make friends, meet people, and then come, become friends with them on LinkedIn or Facebook. That's what we would call later. in real life friend of a friend. Friend of a friend. Friend of a friend, friend of would a friend. be because your one degree is your friend. So your friend of your friend would be your second degree. Yeah. So there's dating apps like that, like Hinge is mm -hmm. like, hey, uh, these aren't complete strangers. You both have someone in common that you know, uh, I guess, are friends with mutually on Instagram, that? whatnot. So the friend of a friend, um, that's the basis of two degrees. Now I get it. Yeah. But the problem with the dating apps is if you're married, well, you should, should be, be dating. That's a, big you should be dating. Right, that's a problem. Uh, but now there's an app to meet new people that you want to make friends with. Maybe mm -hmm. you want to make friends for a business reason, for a personal reason, to hang out. Right. Whatever the case, two degrees can be for dating. Mm -hmm. It could be for business relationships. It could be for personal relationships. You're just connecting through that. So, so here's what's so special about this, and, it, and this is the lesson that I, that I want everybody to get. We got invited to an investment opportunity to look at the investment for what Two Degrees started out as. So he had an idea, put it all together. Cindy calls me, hey, I want you to take a look at this. We go, we take a look at it. And it really was mirroring LinkedIn at the time, mm -hmm. even though not fundamentally. But the reality was I didn't like what I saw at the time. Mm -hmm. So we decided that we were not going to get involved. Most people aren't ready for another social network. Correct. A place to connect. Correct. With. Yeah. They're friends. Didn't, right. didn't work for me. You know, my criteria was, was different for whatever. A, a lot of people get that no and hear it a couple of times and go, ah, that's it. Bag it. It's over. He stayed with it and stayed with it and took the technology and took what the app could do to get it to where it is now. And the word I want to really, really focus on is he pivoted. He wasn't stuck. He wasn't stuck in a place Pivot. where, mm -hmm. hey, this is what I thought and this is what I want and I'm going to prove everybody wrong. He kind of went with it. We got reintroduced to it and we're going to get involved. We think it's great. I mean, there are, you know, when I buy something, I'd love to share it with the people, you know, with other people. Right. But I don't, I don't want to do the work. <laughs> this is what the app does. I mean, so that, that idea. You go get a free slice of pizza, you buy a ticket to a game. These aren't things you necessarily share. But now you're getting a discount, you're buying it, and people can see a feed, sort of like how Venmo works. It's a feed of who's sending and receiving money. Most people would think that doesn't make any sense. I would never use that. Well, everyone's proven wrong. Venmo's a big hit, multi-billion dollar hit. People <laughs> like to see where their it's friends are sending money and it's receiving money and commenting on it. And it turns out that people really like to see what their friends are buying and share what they're doing with their friends. Interesting. And I don't yeah. have to do any work. That, that to me, rings true truer than anything is like don't ask me to do anything else my plate is full but why wouldn't i want to share the fact that i just got a good deal and you know the nature of how businesses try and market mm -hmm. groupon was a huge success this is the next level i think of of what groupon is that's a better way for businesses yeah to run the promotions much more efficient get new customers much less expensive gotcha so pivoting means what to you 
pivoting in a pivot. as an entrepreneur means what? Here's a pivot. We created a technology, we patented it. Two degrees technology connecting friends of friends. Mm -hmm. The pivot was applying that technology to businesses, okay. allowing businesses to connect with their customers' friends, their clients' friends, patients' friends, users' friends, so they can seamlessly. So I don't have to do anything. I go in there, I buy it, boom, there it goes. Yeah, someone's listening to this podcast right now. If they tuned into this through two degrees, some of their friends might get a message. Your friends listening to this podcast and they jump on it too. Mm. Whereas they might not so jump it, on the it podcast. Could work for my book. It could work for buying tickets. It could work for all habits of consumption. Right. It's sharing. Anyone that. looking to reach more people. Whether you're trying to get a customer in your store, a user on your app, a listener on your show. And they're incentivized because of the financial benefit, right? There's because of discounts and such, because yeah, of hookups yeah, and yeah. such. The businesses are paying us a fixed cost each month. Mm -hmm. We have three plans. For the users, though. The users are incentivized because yeah, of. Free for they the get to share, right? Okay. They get to share in it. Fair enough. Pretty Got cool. it. Yeah. Got it. Uh, trials and tribulations of app development. Please elaborate upon that because everyone faces challenges in every aspect of creating and developing brands, regardless of they be digital or otherwise. So please elaborate. Yeah, that's uh, that's the hard part right there. Um, my biggest challenge or my biggest lesson that I've learned in this startup world is funding, uh, especially with two degrees. I was able to raise a lot of money early on. People loved the idea. They jumped on. I raised $500,000 in two weeks. Wow. From not many people. And I had a lot of money to spend. I made it last about a year. And... It was time to raise money again. I had such a great, easy experience raising it the first time. Mm -hmm. It was much harder to raise my second round. To raise and why that, is that? 750000 I think when something... Because they're asking what happened the first time? Well, the previous investors already made their investment. They're right. waiting for the return. Right. Of course. They're, they're not quick to make a second investment. Yeah. Right. They're investors, right. not sponsors. That. Right. That's correct. Yeah, there's a difference. <laughs> and, That's good. And uh, when, you're, when, you're, when, you're, when you have a new company and you're in the first year, the second year, uh, especially with technology, software, apps... You're not making any money yet. You're pre-revenue. To get someone to bet on you when you're still an idea and you have a proof of concept, very hard. you got to talk to a lot of people. I've heard stories where some companies that have, have made it are very successful now spoke to over 100 investors before they found one person. Mm -hmm. to bet 100, on I think, is light. I mean, you know, yeah. what, what tends to happen, and this is where we are in, in that vein, is we're looking at the jockey. We're looking at you. There's a zillion apps a zillion different ideas. There's so many that it's overwhelming mm -hmm. that the only way to really differentiate is, and you said it, am I going to bet on you when it gets shitty? Am I going to see you get through it? Can this right? guy do it? Can this quit? guy get us through it? Mm -hmm. And it becomes that kind of bet. It's one of the reasons why I'm back at the table because you, you know, it, you stuck it through. You went through the shit storm and said, okay, I'm still here, right. and now look at what we're doing. Now we have, what's the number of people that have already downloaded the app? 400,000. 400,000. That's great. I mean, it's, that's, that's great. not a joke. That's not a, hey, I got a whim, and let's do it. No. You know, I don't care who half you Half a million. Are. If you want to reach a half a million people, boom, go try it. And, you know, so th that ability for someone to take the wheel and know that it's going to be really rough terrain or however you want to, you know, on the horse, it's going to be tough. You've done that. That's what the world of investing has come to, mm -hmm. not the necessarily the idea. I'll bet on you first. Okay, then the idea, and then what's the plausibility? And then you do have a case study of 400,000-somethings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got Somebody, paying businesses, got yeah, customers. There's revenue, revenue, you know, so it's it's really a fun, fun time. And that's why I love 
watching people who do that, and you didn't do it, and I don't believe you're doing it today for the money. No way. No way, and that's what's no. so great. Now, why is that? Why is it no way? I, I, I work all day and I work all night because I, I believe that I've created something that's extremely powerful and valuable to people. Mm -hmm. It helps people. Mm -hmm. People that have this app can make new connections. It improves their lifestyle in a way that can't be done anywhere else. There's no social network that's like this. There's no deals platform that's like this. I've gotten so many testimonials from people that have used this that have come back to me and thanked me for the introduction of relationships that they've built or the you know buy one get one free lunch that they got they brought a friend and they benefit from it so when I go to sleep at night and I wake up in the morning I see where I'm going I know what the end result is and I want to get there I'll do anything it takes most startups fail of course this one's not gonna but fail numbers, I'm not gonna right, stop correct. until I get to where I'm going I'll mm -hmm. do whatever it takes so with investors you talked about that earlier and here's the reality you know, you come to me and you say, here's what it is. I said, listen, it's such a great idea. You know so many people. Why aren't they lined up knocking on your door? That's what are you knocking on mine for? That is so question. true. Right? That is so yeah. true, Josh. So, so that, I mean, that's Unreal. just, in life, I, I mean, I remember 25 years ago seeing ads in the paper that said, sports-minded people earn unlimited potential income, must enjoy uh, a party atmosphere and having fun in sports. And I go, if this job is so great, how come people that work there don't hook up their friends and family with it? Why are there ads in the paper every goddamn Sunday? I look at the flip side of that. Go ahead. I like to look at the people that were invited to invest in Venmo and Uber, and they tell the story about how they had the opportunity, right. and they said no. Right. And that's another thing that drives me. It's to find the people that appreciate what I've done, what I'm doing, the team that I have at this company, mm -hmm. and they want to be a part of this journey, and they, they want to, yes, benefit from the, the financial reward, but also be a part of something that creates change and benefit to what, people. What could you have been a part of that? I, listen, I interview movie stars and rock stars and people for the last 20 years. And I always ask actors, what's the role you turned down that you regret the most? Sometimes I ask, what's one you took that you wish that you hadn't? Um, it's probably a lot of those. There, there, yeah, of course. <laughs> and, you know, I talked to a guy who was in NSYNC and he quit. Two weeks later, they became a superstars. I mean, those things happen. The one dude that was in on Apple. Uh, he sold, you know, his shares for five hundred bucks. He was he needed he the money, right? Five hundred bucks, whatever it was, and then and obviously that would have been worth today. It'd have been worth thirty-five billion dollars. Right. So that's you know that's hard. The whole basis of Breaking Bad, the TV show Breaking Bad, isn't about you know a chemistry teacher who becomes a drug dealer. It's about a guy who sold his share, or missed out on the big time, is pissed, right? With the Without a doubt. If you watch the TV show, you yeah. know. What did you pass on? What did you take a pass on? What did you go, ah, that's a great idea, but not. And then you just, you kick yourself in the ass today as a result. Because we all have that hindsight of the 2020 where we go, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Is there one for you in business? I had a wonderful opportunity. It was called Pocket Devil. Mm -hmm. And I had that big hit. Yep. And instead of, think about Angry Birds, right? That was right. an app, huge hit, stuck at number one. Forever. Movies. Po po yeah, they, they just. Merchandise. Yeah, they own the market. They hit the lotto. Candy. Right? Uh, yeah. With Pocket Devil, we were the number one app in the world for, for months. Um, and I went on to make more apps. Let's do this again. I made app after app after app. We couldn't do it again. Right. So my regret with that company and the big lesson that I learned is when you have something great, really, really go all in on Focus it. Focus on that. Yeah. I should have took, taken all of the money That's we made for that and built a team around it and turned that app into something. Instead of trying was, to replicate the success, build that empire. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, you know, the, there is a philosophy in life. You know, less is more. It, it doesn't have to be everything at the buffet. Just eat the really good. Mm -hmm. You know, you got steak at the buffet. Eat the steak. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and guys will tell you they learned the hard way when there was a girl to one that got away. It was like, well, let's see what else is out there. 
And it sounds like Pocket Devil could have been, you know, the bride of all time. Like the Angry Birds mention that you make. I mean, right. think about the empire that was. Rovio bought yeah. Angry Birds, right? I think everything happens for a reason. Sure it does. And I think you take your lessons from things like that. And so everything you are today is because you saw it, it happened, and then it you could have been bigger, yeah, but exactly it wasn't. Right. And so you know what that taste is, yeah. similar to, you know, guys in championship sports usually lose the year before they win the championship. Right. Because they Makes get there and they go, more. that sucked, man. I don't mm-hmm. want that to happen again. So, Stephen, you're in your early, mid-30s. You, you were 38. Of, you're 38? Okay, well, you look good. So you're 38, so the app thing came about 2007, right? Apple, uh, iPhone, smartphones, about, two, right? about 2008. 2000. Summer 2008. Okay, summer 2008, here you go. You're all in on this. So you're relatable because millennials, you speak their language, but then the dudes that are you know be past Gen X, you still get them, and then you communicate with guys like Steve. So you are someone they can look to because everybody wants to get rich quick. They always have. But the American dream used to be get a little more education, work a little harder, live in a house a little nicer than the one before. Now it's either win Powerball, get famous on Instagram, <laughs> or slip and fall, get a huge settlement. Right. It's the easy Sad way. Sad but true. Right? So, so you're dealing with, I imagine, young people that look to you and go, how can I get famous? How can I get rich? I got a great idea for an app that's been done 50,000 times, but theirs is different. Mine's, so, mine's better. Right. Yeah, but mine does this. Right. It's Okay, good luck with that. I hear so, that story a lot. So from the do's and the don'ts, and we ask this of all the guests whose opinions we appreciate, and they wouldn't be here if we didn't appreciate their opinions, for the young people now saying you know what i'm listening i read the book steve wrote i listened to you guys i, I remember uh, pocket devil because i had it on my phone i paid 99 cents for that the dues are absolutes which dues what are the dues for the those that want to be an entrepreneur and and, and for themselves work for themselves create something as opposed to work for someone else what's more important than anything else that i've learned in my 38 years find the right people Find people that work hard, believe in what you're doing, people you can trust, people you can depend on, people that are reliable, people that are going to be there with you to the end. Go down with the you ship. You cannot teach passion. It's, it's, you either you have, have it you don't. or you don't. And if you're around people who are passionate for something, it's not work. It's great. You just want to do it. It's the people who are bitching about, the, oh, I got a 12-hour day. You know, look how bad this is. Mm-hmm. Well, they just don't have the passion for what they're doing. I heard Stanford Steve uh, last night on SVP at about 1230 in the morning uh, yell out, takes no talent to hustle. It takes no talent to hustle. You either have that hustle, right? Right. You, right like John Gruden said during Hard Knocks, episode one or two, he said, you know, we can, we, we can be the hardest working team in the league. That's a decision just to choose to be the hardest working. So you're saying the people you surround yourself with, Culture, once again, which seems to be a common theme on this podcast. And, and I know culture that, we, that you create amongst the people that you choose to associate. Yeah. I know well, we can't see the people here, but there, yeah. there are some team members. And do they qualify for what you're saying? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm specifically talking about someone I was very, very fortunate to find early on, Jesse Todd. Atta boy. Shout out Jesse Atta Todd. Boy, Jesse Todd. At man. Jesse Todd 2 He's on cool. Instagram. He's super Follow cool. him. Uh, he is a cool guy, but he'll do whatever it takes. Uh, He's, he's been app development. He's been user experience. He's been customer support. He's been sales, whatever it takes. He's been CEO when I'm not around. Uh, he'll get up on a Saturday morning at 5 a.m. He'll be somewhere at 11 p.m. at night, whatever it takes. Jesse has yeah. bought in. Yeah. yeah. And that inspires you, right? It I mean, there, there are moments when you have mm-hmm. that waiver. You I know. couldn't have done this without him. Yeah, you know what? You're in it together, man. It's never, it's never all good. It's never all bad. It's just different degrees. And 
speaking of degrees, degrees. how about like that? Two degrees. And, and so when it's great when you have people around you that when you're not feeling it, they are, and they go, ah, okay, yeah. let's go. Let's go do this thing. Right. So I, being around people that are passionate, it's inspiring, and it you know it makes the blood flow, and it makes you come up with better ideas. And I think to, to sum up that description of the, the person I explained, it's really anyone who makes you better at what you do, makes you a better person. And I think that if you can find people that bring out the best side of you, spend more time with them. Awesome. So if you're not, awesome. even as the leader, if you're not inspired by the people around you, you're around the wrong people. That's for damn sure. Right. Does that factor into the smartest guy in the room no matter what. conversation? That well, well, you are the sum of the five people you're around the most. Mm -hmm. And so if you count him as one of those people, you're getting better. You know, they bring you things that are, you know, the Justice League with all the superheroes. Yeah. Everybody has a different secret sauce. Everybody has right. this different superpower. They're stronger together. They're stronger together because, yeah. you know. Aquaman well, except for Batman. Batman only has gadgets. He's just a rich boy. <laughs> he, he doesn't have any superpowers. He has those toys. He's got those toys. That's all he's got. And Aquaman. And a I, I still don't know Aquaman's deal. And a butler. <laughs> and he's got a butler. Yeah. But, like, I don't, like, he's not a superhero. You know what I'm saying? Let's not but, forget but that. But if you, if you use that as I'm a visual, kidding. that's what your management team really is. Is people who have different skill sets that come together. Of to course. Powerful. Hall of Justice. Hall of Justice. How about don'ts on the entrepreneurial and startup front? Um, you've done this startup in a couple times now. So don't don'ts. Wait. Don't wait. Don't wait. Yeah. If you, right. have, if you have an idea or something that you, you believe in, don't sit on it for one year, two years, five years, ten years, your whole life and not pursue it. If you have something that you really believe in and you want, go after it and you at least give it an attempt. Give it your all. Otherwise, you're going to look back and have so much regret. I should have done this. Because there's dreamers and there's doers. And a lot of us dream and we don't do and then somebody else does it instead of us. And right. then you get to live with that regret. That usually happens. Yeah. No, it happened to me a couple months ago. I, <laughs> it hit me all of a sudden. I had an idea. It was very, I had an idea. Was very that was my idea. I had, a, I had an idea a couple of months ago. It just hit me for a reality series. I knew the premise. I knew who I wanted to even produce it. I had all those things in mind, Stephen. And I even had a title for the show in mind. And then three weeks ago, I saw the actual shows in production. Yep. Somebody else is doing it. Same concept. The title is one word off. I'm not going to say because you guys can be like, oh, you idiot. They even had the title? The, 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 the right title was one word off. Oh my God. Well, it's a pretty simple concept. Mm -hmm. But this is not about me. This is about you. We're learning from you. We're learning about you. We're learning about two degrees and why Steve wanted you on this podcast, your entrepreneurial spirit. The fact that you, it sounds like, at some point got knocked back down, rose back up. It's what it takes. I mean, I, 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 you know, and knock, being knocked down some people stay down, right? You know, and so when you meet people who have gone through that adversity, and that's a universal of everybody that's been on this podcast, everybody that I know is successful has had some adversity in their life and they've stepped around it or over it or through it. But we don't learn when we, when we do things right. We don't remember all those times in childhood that we touched the stove turned off. We remember the time that we touched the orange glowing bright stove and burned the hell out of our hand. But it feels good every time you don't touch that Correct. stove. Correct. Right. But we learn from when we get things wrong. We learn from the pain and the suffering. That's why a spanking's a good idea on a small kid to not run across the street when cars right. are coming. That's a reminder. Right, because pain is that motivating factor. But So we learn from the times that we don't get it right. We learn from the mistakes or the failures. Right. But, right? but our human nature pushes you away from pain. Mm -hmm. Of your, course. Your mind and your body protects you from pain. So it pushes you further away. It's mindset that says, okay, I'm going to jump in the fire, mm -hmm. and I know this is going to suck, but I know on the other end, and that's the entrepreneurial creed. What's that, uh, that David Goggins quote about comfortable 
uh, get be, comfor- be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah, you get comfortable yeah. with being and uncomfortable. And Goggins yeah. is a perfect example of a guy who's 350 pounds, went through Navy SEAL training hell week three times. At, at 350 pounds? He lost weight and continued oh, and to lose weight. He, now he runs 100 miles at a time. Wow, that's insane. That's insane. Why would you want to run unless someone was chasing you? I don't even want to drive a hundred. <laughs> There's that too. There's that too. Um, advice in the closing minutes that you would give to anyone who's thinking about maybe not working for the man, but instead, or the woman, but instead wants to maybe strike out on their own and do it for themselves. What advice would you give? I would say go to the government website where you form a company. It is so easy to form a company. If you have an idea, company name, Pay $100 or whatever. To form your own LLC? $250 to form an LLC, and you will have your own business. In, in a matter of days or weeks, some, you'll get a letter in the mail, and you'll have your own company. Make some business cards. Get started. Do something get started. get started. God bless you. Congratulations. Cool? Good guest, huh? Uh, not, not bad. Not bad. Not really bad. great job. Pocket Devil. I was afraid it was something entirely different. I'm glad it turned out to be an app with kids can play digitally. It was a fun game. Two Degrees is the, uh, is the platform. Mine, always. Steven Fleischer is the founder and CEO. Thanks for joining, brother. Very nice to meet you. Yes, Please yeah. download the app. Help us get to a million users. Let's get We're to almost there. there. Check out Jesse Todd, too, man. He's serious. Jesse Todd, too, you said on Instagram. Yeah, that's J-E-S-S-E. J-E-S-S-E, Todd. And then is it numeral two? Is it T-O-O? Is there an underscore? Is there an ampersand? I'm just messing with you. <laughs> you know how complicated it is. These girls have got, you know, the, on the Instagram too with the, I got an underscore, I got a lowercase, I got a this, I got a that. Just keep it simple. He's the number, we're the name. Two degrees is spelled out. Bam! Love it. Two Ooh. degrees is spelled out. Got the mic. Steve, um, we wrap up every episode with you telling us something good, just as you greet folks, because, you know, how you doing is small talk and nonsense. Well, so tell us something good I'm as we wrap sure it up. I'm not sure it gets better than the last 30 minutes, because that was really powerful and great to all of the people. But I will leave you with something that happened last week that was not a TED Talk. I did a presentation for JA Fellows and JA Career Bound, 350 high school kids who want to be entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So I was their keynote. That's great. uh, I'm so excited that, look, when I was a kid, there was no, nobody talked about being an entrepreneur. Right. They didn't even know what it is. I was thrilled to give them my, I spent 40 minutes educating them on who, what, and where, and uh, the future is bright. So a couple of things. Glad I could do it, um, but you got to give, give, give. Give to get. That is a a chapter in the book. It's a chapter in the book. Love it. Yeah, I know that chapter. Remember that chapter, Will. Uh, you want to try for an 80th episode? 80. That's a lot. I don't know. Maybe we 80. should stop now. I'm going to quit now. 80. You want to go for 80? Sure. We, we, our guest on the 80th is a dynamo female entrepreneur that mm-hmm. I uh, am fortunate to know, and she does uh, stuff all over the Mrs. world Fields. With, with cruise lines, and she's just awesome. Not and, Mrs. Fields? So, uh, not Mrs. Fields. Because Cookie sounds is good right now. Is there a Mrs. Fields? There is a Mrs. Fields. There is a real Mrs. There Fields. There really is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's usually behind those brands is some... You know, big fat guy eating cookies. And like a corporation, you mean? No, there really yeah. was a Mr. Phil. Brilliant no entrepreneur. Brilliant um, person in business. And you have somebody Regardless. that makes candy that's an entrepreneur. Uh, the brownie brittle people. Brownie brittle, right? Indeed, yeah. All right, so uh, listen. We're done. We'll go for 80. We're we'll done. go for 80. That's all she wrote. Again, thank you to Steve Stay Fleischer. On the ball. Check Hello. out Two Degrees. See for yourself. Um, for Steve Noodleberg, Josh Cohen saying thank you for listening. We will catch you next time on the Confessions of a Serial Salesman, the podcast. So long, everybody. <laughs>